Hey, welcome to Soul Awareness with Constance Mesmer. Thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. In today's segment, I want to talk to you about spiritual abundance and creating sacred space in your life. I hope it will inspire you to not only tune in more often to what you're learning here, but also tune in more often to your own spiritual essence. I have to be honest, I am chomping at the bit to teach you to sit with spirit, specifically your guides or angels or loved ones or the divine. But I really want to create fertile soil of your soul before I take you down those experiences, take you along those experiences so that you'll be really amped and ready. And part of that is noticing where you are with your own spiritual abundance in your life and the necessity to create sacred space in your life every day. You know, you've heard me say before, we're body, mind, and spirit, clearly. And a lot of times people take care of their body naturally, maybe, (laughs) with exercise and eating right. Or they take care of their mind, learning things or kind of noticing their thoughts. Um, And spiritually, you might have a religious path that you follow to try to be a better person. But also, too, I, of course, am all about looking at your spirit in regards to your soulful essence. And that part really needs some time and attention and training so that you can benefit from all that your soul awareness has allowed for you to experience in this in this lifetime, if you only notice. That's why we've just gone through all the clairs. That's why I encourage you to listen to this podcast from beginning through, because everything builds upon one another. So initially, I always encourage you to, after a restful night's sleep, or whenever your sleep time is, I know people out there work third shift and they sleep during the day, but after your restful time of sleeping, I invite you to start your day with sitting in stillness, just taking a minute as you maybe roll out of bed, or maybe it's better for you to stay in bed, whatever's comfortable for you, to just sit and take some time to maybe set some intentions about the day, you know, give a good stretch. It's important to be in the body, give a good stretch, and then set some intentions for your day, like just the desire to be open to any experience of your soul's awareness and promising yourself in a way that you will listen as wholeheartedly and pay attention as best you can. I think in setting that intention, we remember why you're doing this. We remember and acknowledge that it's an active part of our daily experience. Otherwise, what can happen? Listen, I worked out today in the gym with my physical body and I haven't for days because I didn't have it as a priority to start my day. And I know I have to start with that in the morning experience for me. Otherwise, it won't. I won't get to it. Everything else caves in and everything else becomes more important. And I don't even take like the 10 minutes to work a couple muscle groups, right? So the same is true for our spiritual quest in creating spiritual abundance in our life. It's really important that you make it 
a priority. And so I invite you to use it as a touchstone to start your day. Whether you choose to do one of the meditations that I spoke to earlier, the open heart meditation or sitting in stillness or the Vipassana, these are all beneficial to get you into the space of being fully aware on a soul level or more fully aware on a soul level. So that's the first thing. Start your day with sitting in stillness or being in stillness and setting your intention. Maybe you want to, in that moment, time work with your auric field, pull it in, wash it, maybe push it out, wash it from the heavens, ask for the light to rain down on you and fill your field with light and higher vibrational frequency, whether you understand what that means or not, but it's just all goodness and love so that you might exude that in your day, especially towards yourself, right? And nothing can kind of upset your peace of being. And so I invite you to start your day with some kind of a awareness to spiritual abundance and creating, at the start, sacred space in your being. Another important part of practicing spiritual abundance in your life is actually practicing mindfulness throughout your day. This is going to be a bit of checking in, in each experience. It's important because for some people that are hyper aware, hypersensitive or empathic, where they're taking on everybody else's stuff or feeling the woes of the world, it's important that you check in, how am I feeling in these situations? And noticing mindfully how your body's responding and reacting to certain situations. And remember awareness, breath care. Awareness is first noticing that you're holding tension, maybe when somebody's talking or when there's a news story on that you really don't want to be watching and you're just noticing, wow, I'm aware that I'm holding my breath or I'm feeling tense in my body. And then a breath is important. The ABC breath being B is important because especially on the exhale, and the goal is to releasing the tension that's holding, right? That that tension that you noticed had a hold on you. So the breath is important to just bring your body back to calm and center. And then care in the mindfulness regime is what do I need to do here? What do I need to do here for self-care? Am I having, maybe it's a racing thought that has you full of anxiety or intensity, or maybe it's the cluster of friends that you're with, or maybe after a long day, you come home and you're just like, I am jazzed. I need to spiral out this energy. I really need to go for a walk. I don't want to sit down and watch a movie with my mate or I I just, what do you need to do? So it's awareness, breath and care, but carrying that throughout your day so that you're mindful and interacting to your true experience and being true to yourself because your body, mind and spirit are trying to tell you something when these situations come on. And mindfulness allows you to be fully present so that you can have a proper experience that's right for you. Or maybe you need to look at the experiences that you're having to realize what is it do I need to do in this moment? And don't forget, this is where Vipassana comes in. Remember I had that conversation with you already? It strengthens your subtle connection to your emotional, energetic, 
body, but also on a clear sensation level. Vipassana will definitely strengthen this part of you. And it, it strengthens that subtle connection, that subtle awareness, and the impacts of various effects, things that affect your life. And so it helps you in, in an awareness so that instead of reacting to a situation and then maybe regretting the reaction later, you're able to embody it, feel it, breathe through it, and respond. So what do I want to do here? And there's a difference, you know, I'm going to, um, you'll hear me say it again when I talk about the chakras, but reacting can be from the power vortex of ego or personal power, self-esteem, this, but a response comes from the heart. So the, the response might be, it, it will be caring as well, but it might be less judgmental or less critic critiquing. It might be more um, curious as opposed to a reaction that's like visceral and coming from a wound, right? So Vipassana helps, remember when I said that it helps um, kind of unravel the, the trauma that's been there from an earlier time that you might be reacting to or responding from or reacting from in, in any trigger in life. Vipassana helps on countless levels. So it helps not only um, releasing past wounds, but it helps to also give you back your power so that you can respond to situations more clearly. And so if, if you haven't um, practiced it, I encourage you to go back to that, zip through the podcast, find the Vipassana one. And, um, and the meditation that I use to help just strengthening your subtle awareness. So if there's time throughout your day, or if this sounds intriguing to you, I invite you or encourage you to practice it even just for five minutes, right? And, or, or 10 minutes or an hour, whatever seems right for you, build up to it, you know, fall asleep doing it. Like I've said, I've done before as well. It's really important as you're trying to create sacred space in your being so that you have more awareness to your soul and the soul's response and the the soul empowerment it's really a beautiful tool and a skill and a, a tool to to use each day yeah i just want to remind you that the place that i put the vipassana information was in the segment that I posted first on March 21st called Two Forms of Helpful Meditations that I Use. It's in that segment that I discuss how to do Vipassana. Great. So now that you're noticing you're being triggered in a situation or you're curious about maybe what your next step is or you have to make a decision on whatever, I invite you to remember to ask kind of on a soul level, what should I do here? Or what do I need in this moment? And I invite you and remind you to choose intentionally who you're posing this question to, right? There are times in my life when I'm like, oh, I really need some help here. Or I need to make a decision because I can go right or left. And this is, um, you know, this is important. And so when I ask, what should I do here? Sometimes I ask my highest self with the intention of just thinking I'm going to ask my wiser being, not my person caught up in the, <laughs> in the drama of the ego mind. I'm going to ask higher up my, my, I'm intending to ask my soul 
what should I do here? What's the best choice for me? Or what do I need? And I might also other times ask um, my guardian angel or God, right? And it's just intentionally, we can all do this. Yes, it could be a bit of mysticism, truly, but really, truly ask, pose the question, you know, figure out where you want to go with the question, God, guardian angel, your higher self, your divine knowing, your wise soul self, whatever. Pose the question and be open to the first thing that comes, receive the answer. And you're going to check it for truth. You're going to ask, is this for my highest good? It's going to feel right. And again, remember, sometimes it doesn't, it's not an easy thing that we find is the thing that we need to do, but it, it's definitely works out for the best, for the highest good. And so I invite you to take those moments throughout your day to remember that that's a way of receiving spiritual abundance too, is to pay attention. What does your soul need in this moment, right? Not what's, not what does my body need? What does my mind think I need to do? But what does my soul what does my soul want in this moment? Which, you know, where should I put my energy and efforts? I'm sure I've told you that I turn my awareness off and on. Sometimes I'm very physical. I am in this realm and caught up in the world, right? And then other times I have to turn it on, look psychically, you know, look with clairvoyant eyes, listen with clairaudience, communicate with, I, I always have my, <laughs> I'm always, I'm chatting with spirit, like very, probably 90% of my life is, but I do turn it off and on when I'm around other people, when I'm in other situations and I can get kind of waylaid and bamboozled by the experiences. So I just want you to know, um, but, but there's also people that I know that are constantly on, you know, turn it, just being in their soulful awareness continually. I don't, you know, maybe I could try to do that. I should try to do that and see what that's like for me. It would probably help a lot. <laughs> I don't know. So, but anyway, realize that creating sacred moments like these, like that I'm talking about, starting the day with intention, being mindful, being aware of your, your um, soul awareness, all the different Claire's and the empathic connections and all the things that we've discussed so far, when you create sacred um, awareness like this with your soul, you're creating sacred moments to have relationship to your life and your world, right? You're creating sacred moments to have relationship with your life and your world. And with that, you will have heightened awareness to people, places, things, food, clothes, smells, sensations. Once you start tuning in in this way, your radar for awareness is going to get stronger, right? That's the goal. And even though certain foods or people or clothing, you know, or material, you know, not unnatural material, synthetics, have always affected your body and being in certain ways, you might not have been aware of it as you will start to become aware of it. So I just want you to recognize that and be aware of that. It makes you more fully alive or the potential to be more fully alive. And this is important, right? This is important for you to know. 
because some things might need to change. I've told you before, this is a spiritual journey. <laughs> like you're gonna, you're like, oh, I just want to learn to be psychic. And then I'm like, okay, ready for the ride? It's going to wake you up in ways that you may not have realized. So self-care is really important, right? Because you're really nurturing your soul. That's what we're doing. We're nurturing your soul so that you could be, um, you know, spiritually abundant and exude that not only in your own world, in your own life, but to those around you. You know, it's a gift really <clears throat> to be present and fully alive in this way. So part of self-care is recognizing all of these things I've just said, the need for the Vipassana, the need to ask for high help if you need help, further help. And what does that help look like? You know, do you need to, um, there's been times in my life that I've gone to therapy for different past traumas or experiences that I can't quite sort out on my own, or even a spirit has led me to therapy to say, listen, you need to consciously comprehend some parts about yourself in ways that you're not going to get sitting in meditation necessarily. This has been my journey. This might not have been be your journey. All I'm saying is that self-care involves if we need help, where do we get it? If we can't manage on our own, where do we go for assistance? Care of self might also help us recognize that we are no longer the same person and there might be um, changes to make or our needs have changed. And because who we are is changing. And sometimes being around certain people from our past or from our youth, whether it's family members, certain family members, or certain friends or certain associates, maybe they're still stuck in that old story and that old story about us. And those old ways are trying to pull us back and are contrary to the transformation that has occurred, right? Especially when you are co-creating a new self and a new awareness and a new way of being. And so um, it's important to maybe find new places and new people, maybe like-minded people, uplifting people, so that you can experience empowerment as you embody a soul self that you are creating for your own greater good. I know you're with me. This is important. Yeah. So also get this. It may be that there are certain people that you want to still hang with and they are not moving along in their spiritual journey. And this is not a judgment from you as you notice it. You're just aware of it. And maybe the spiritual lesson for you is to just accept and love them where they're at and not try to convince, coax, change, help, educate, morph, whatever. This is, you know, this is up for you to determine, right? Sometimes it's about 
recognizing that you're not going to let anything mess with your peace of mind and your own personal spiritual sacred space that once was what might have unearthed you or triggered you no longer has power over you because you've been working your spiritual practice. You know, this is important too, especially when there's certain people that we do love to see. And, and then we notice and recognize, oh my gosh, I'm not being triggered, triggered, triggered by the scenario anymore. Look at how far I've come. I've been practicing my mindfulness. I've been practicing my wrapping myself and my auric field in light, cleansing and clearing, being aware that this is their stuff, not my stuff. I don't need to take it on. I don't need to empathically care for them. I can pray for them and give them light, but I don't need to really store all their troubles as my own. There's a lot, right? You hear me going into these various directions because there is a lot. But part of self-care is noticing what changes you need to make for you so that you can remain empowered and in your place of light and love and how you can, you know, exude that first to yourself and then how you would want to carry that out into the world. So what if your life does not readily allow for you to create sacred space? Not, I, I don't mean in your body and in your life, right? In your, in your being, but I mean creating sacred space outside of yourself so that you can enter into those spaces. What if you are in a toxic home or, uh, am, you know, weighted down by your day-to-day life with so many demands. So how do you do it? Baby steps. Baby steps is how you do it, really. Um, Sometimes it means uh, going to the park to meditate or going out in nature, right? Sometimes it means really following your soul calling to find like-minded people. Maybe part of your spiritual practice is about being present. And so taking a yoga class, allowing yourself to, you know, either do yoga outside the home or bring yoga into the home. If you can't get a sitter or if you have other issues that don't allow you to get outside the home, maybe you create a sacred space literally in your home, in your apartment, so that you can have the beauty around you in those moments when you're doing your meditation and and maybe your sacred space just is a corner of your room where you have a candle and a chair, right? It, but it's also about creating those sacred spaces in your mind that you return to throughout the day, no matter if you're sitting in traffic or standing in a line or, you know, just coming out of a meeting. It's those mindful moments where you're riding in an elevator or walking through town and or the grocery store and carrying your peaceful presence into each of those moments. You do it with baby steps. You build it, build it, build it like we do when we're doing an exercise routine, you know, or we're trying to create uh, 
mindful awareness to negative thought patterns, we catch ourselves, or we, you know, and then we say, "What? What's this thought about?" and try to create a new thought or work to create a new thought, a true thought. And so the same with creating spiritual abundance and sacred spaces in your life. When you are around maybe negative associations, releasing those and blessing those that you can let go of, and then managing to care for yourself when you can't. And so sometimes that's stopping them and saying, excuse me, what you're saying there hurts, right? Now you've just created sacred space for your own soul and heart and maybe space in the relationship to have a better or deeper or kinder connection. It's about really being real and being present, truly. But I'm asking you to be present body, mind, and spirit because sometimes the soul is crying. You know, the soul is like, pay attention to me. There's so much more. There's so much more light and love and abundance. And you're getting bogged down by the troubles. And so we need like a baby steps or a life raft or these moments where we we create sacred spaces in our day or in our week where we can fill up slowly and then profoundly and profusely with our spiritual positivity and our spiritual abundance. I'm not saying neglect what ails you. That's not what I'm saying at all, right? You're going to have to deal with some of the stuff that comes up, these awarenesses. As you you tune into your soul, you're going to be more aware of the shadow stuff. (laughs) You just are. You just are. And I hope to empower you to work through those in in ways that I can, right? And then in other ways, you're going to maybe seek therapy or seek help or a good book, you know, there's many good books out there. I'll, I'll talk to you about some in more future podcasts, books that I've found helpful to get through the stickiness, but you know, follow your intuition, <laughs> follow your, follow your clear voyance, clear audience, clear sensations, clear, uh, just all of it, you know, go online and go, what's a book that I need for me right now to help stand my ground so that I can find some sacred moments or create sacred moments. You know, a lot of times we want to leave our home or leave relationships. And sometimes that is the answer. Sometimes that is the answer, but sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's about bringing this abundance to those spaces. You can't run from you. You know, you cannot run from you. And it's about you working on what you need to work on to bring that into your life. And so you're going to know. You're going to know. You're going to tune in and you're going to know what you need to do. And you really need to nurture these practices into your life. You need to invite them in and nurture your soul in this way by meditative practices and seeking out those spiritually abundant places. You know, sometimes when I go into shops spiritual gift shops or religious gift shops or whatever, or even churches, right? Mosques, churches, synagogues, you name it. I love spiritual places that harness a lot of the energy of prayer. (laughs) I'll go in and be like, oh, what's the vibe in here? But some of them, you know, some spiritual gift shops, um, I can't stand the smells. And so I'm like, God, I really want to go in there and buy crystals or 
you know, by their cool beads or whatever. But if it's too smelly, I have to get out. It's, it's too intense for me. And so, you know, I, I just, what I'm saying is pay attention to all of you as you're going down these paths to make new creations or new connections or new experiences, you know, don't buy the 10 pack of yoga from the one instructor, go sample a few yoga classes or Aikido classes, or, you know, if your thing is sports, see if there's any local basketball or volleyball or softball teams that you might want to get on to just, you know, have the fun and see what that's like, or sewing classes or knitting classes or painting or hiking, you know, what nurtures your soul? What makes you breathe easy and come alive? That's what it's about. This is about you finding relationship with yourself in a whole different way as you embark on this journey. I have a friend that sat in meditation the other day and she was just noticing throughout the day the light when she looked towards the light and the sun shining on certain trees and leaves and flowers and grass compared to the light when it was more subtle and how the beauty of the same space changed in those different experiences. So always, I invite you to look with your soulful eyes at the people around you. Maybe you need to see them differently. Maybe you need to see your life differently. Maybe you need to look at it in a new way with new eyes and new experience, new heart. So that you could know what you need to do to create more sacred space for your soul to flourish and blossom as it is meant to do. Well, my friend, I hope that you've had a chance to um, listen and soak in a lot of what was said today and shared. I hope you actually use it to enhance your own life and create sacred space moment to moment in your day, just by remembering that's a priority to work on. It doesn't really take a lot of effort. It's just about being present with your soul's awareness. So you've been listening to Soul Awareness with Constance Mesmer. Thank you so much for tuning in. Legally speaking, this podcast is presented solely for educational and entertainment purposes. It is not intended as a substitute for medical diagnosis, treatment, or the advice of a physician, psychotherapist, or other qualified professional. You should not use this information to diagnose or treat a health problem or condition. Always check with your doctor. Thank you.